1: I am unashamed. What about you? So um, last night, Dad and I did a Facebook, well it was a Talk Shop Live is what it's called. I was saying Facebook earlier, but Talk Shop Live where we were, he's got some signed copies of your daily fill that you can get. So if you wanna go there, you can still get them. Talk Shop Live and see our little dissertation. We had a little 30, 40 minute chat. But Dad, you, you asked a yesterday, so I want to ask maybe Jason Zach now because I didn't really know the answer to the question. You said, "Why do they call it Facebook?" I mean, you said, "Does your does my face turn into a book?" What what is it? You you couldn't make if right, a face is in the book. <laughs> It's about people, I think. Well, this is why we love you. <laughs> um, that's and, a question I've never heard asked. I haven't either. And so I thought, I said, well, good question. I I don't know. Does, does that, Do you know why they call it Facebook? Does, I'll take a shot at it if Zach doesn't know. <laughs> I, I, I had no answer. I said, I thought maybe uh, like an album, like a picture album. No,
2: here's what I think. I, think I don't want to do that. <laughs> Well, I think I Whatever know. what they're doing now, I don't want to do that. I don't. I think, I know, I, think I know what it is. Because you, I think if you have a profile, they call it a page. So okay. pages make up a book. And on your page, you have lots of pictures
0: of your face. So I was kind of right. It's like a picture album. I think that's so that's a digital well, that's how it started. Book. It started with, uh, with. It started at Harvard. It's,
3: it's first kind old, of a celebration hey. of, because when I first heard people talking about, I remember when the first telephone, and then the first. No, it has television not, television. nothing to do with the te- nothing to do with the telephone. <laughs> well, well, I'm just saying, it, does it have something to do with? <laughs> When they first told us, we were all standing there, you know. They, <laughs> <laughs> Watching the snowstorm. They said, listen, you're going to be able to see the person you're talking to on the telephone. And we all looked at each other and laughed. We said, no. Nah, they're, they're not going to be able to do that. How would it be possible? Yeah, Through it's wires. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah, course. so I said, no, well, that's a bunch of bull. Well, it's been a bunch of bull for 70 years. <laughs>
2: I never did. You anything. know, my first thought was I thought that old boy. Remember that time in Bible class? We've told this story before. When he got offended because no, look, all his all his Christmas lights wasn't flickering, <laughs> but he got offended when Phil referenced Star Trek, and he said, "Hey, that's real." <laughs> phil's like no, it's a TV show, and he's like. No, that's happening. The enterprise is above us. The enterprise is circling right now. They had him. (laughs) Oh, they got him. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, my first thought was when you could actually look at the person you were talking to, I thought that old boy was right. They're actually out there. Yep, they're right. pulling it off. They're they'll be beaming each other up. For oh, that's right. Long, hour. Hour.
1: Teleportation is on. That its That was way. pretty incredible. In, could, In fact, many of the things from that show are now what you the flip phone. Now, well, now we're even past that. Was the communicator? Remember, they flip it yeah. open and oh, yeah. they're talking. And they're like, "Everybody said, like, look at that. It's just right. flip it open and you're having a conversation." Yeah, that's and,
0: obsolete now. Yeah, now it's like, oh yeah. Well, old news. so the so facebook i think the term came from when zuckerberg started it at harvard i think what they had a page where they would rank they would put people's faces like these the the girls and then they would rank them based on their attractiveness oh i think boy. that was the the the, the origin <laughs> you talk about anti woke is that why they changed <laughs> oh, yeah. it
2: Well, they changed it to uh to we we talked about, uh, what what are they calling it now? Uh, meta. Meta. It's called Meta. Oh, they want to get yeah, away that from it. That was the, when I got into the- uh, Now they're all wokesters. Sent me the church. You couldn't ra- rate women. Well, my, my point is, is there, from
3: that type technology where you can look at the person you're talking to, did it produce good or did it produce evil? More well, good than than
2: evil, more evil than good. Well, it's the same as in any venture. When how people... did it how did it help us? Oh, all? I'm, I'm, I'm answering your question. It's it's just like any other venture where people gather. There's a lot of good things going on, <laughs> and there's a lot of evil <laughs> things going on. So it's, it's just a
1: place where people. It's a meet. gathering place. I mean, uh, we're using
0: it right now, right? I mean, yeah, you guys are looking yeah. at me in North Carolina. I'm looking at you in Louisiana, and we're talking about the Book of Hebrews.
3: So some are just be scanning through it to see if they can bad-mouth you about something. And some people are... are yeah, that's... That, some people I are, would say
2: most of it is a lot of drama, bad-mouthing, but you know, most people get on there, it gave people a way to be more self-absorbed than normal. Because their, their post is, you know, I'm going to Taco Bell, and nobody, I don't care. <laughs> But I'm trying you to know, that's out, why I got off of it. I'm stuff trying like to figure this. out why I
3: have no mo- motivation to participate in that particular endeavor. Because you, wanna-
2: you, you live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you get up and you listen to birds sing. Yeah, you're not really you know I mean? participating with anything. This, I'm still <laughs> at the who? Yeah. Say you who? You're still answering the phone <laughs> that's attached to your wall and arguing with all these people trying to sell you this stuff. That's right. Yeah.
0: Cause that's dad's, the only
1: people left calling. go. Dad's, dad's got his Rolodex. Of those, he's got sheets of paper over by his chair with yeah. numbers on it. That if he's, if Mom's like, if it's one of these, answer it. If it's not, don't. Well, that's why
2: I noticed that word for you know repentance is metanoia, the, so the Greek good's word. Goods coming out of it, Phil. When you don't have your earphones on, you can't hear that we're all talking. If goods
3: coming out of it, all right. Let's give us. Let's try it. <laughs> But if evil's
2: coming out of it, why well, would I do that? Well, that's not a basis to go by, because I just told you both are happening. Because people, so people who are
3: telling me, they're telling me, usually when they you hear, and which I still I'm trying to tie the face and the book together,
2: but I think you but, need to stick to that book in front of you,
3: face to face. Okay, face to book. Face to face. All right, I got that.
2: Well, you remember when you used to shoot but your your gun? I'm like, you're not letting me talk, Phil. You you remember when you shoot your gun at a telephone book? Well, what was a telephone book? It was a book of people. Well, they just took that book and put it on that little computer and put faces on it. But it's the same people. But you can talk to each other.
1: Telephone book to Facebook.
2: Yeah, that was that That was, was the leap. That was the leap. They said, let's take a telephone book, put it in a box digitally. Yep. They figured all you that out. Put,
1: you can talk about your grandkids
2: and, and, and,
0: and allow people and allow people to communicate with each other.
2: Uh, well directly. right. Because telephone book had I mean, that was the whole point of it. You want to communicate to that person. But But, but that's it's, really it's, interesting. And you can
3: sit in your living room and, and or your bedroom and you sit there and talk to
2: the world. I mean to put it in a spiritual context this was like the telephone book being dead and then they said we're going to we're going to resurrect that with a new body <laughs> that can do things that are not of the physical world yeah well
3: i think that we we would be better off if they just put the cancellation on the facebook <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and go back well, to the old ways. Well, where information yeah. doesn't try at the speed of light. Well travel. the good news is that yeah. the world seems to be with you because I was trying to explain this to Dad last night that Facebook now, like my grandkids and that the, that era of people now, this generation, they're like Facebook. That's for old people. Well, yeah, you know now they're mean like now that's outdated. That's that's, that's out. They're moving on. Most people on
2: Facebook are over. So 50, where do you move to on. when you move? Oh, uh, Snapchat. Oh, you got a lot TikTok, of uh, a lot of options, yeah, out there, but of which no.
0: There, there, there's a new one fun. called uh, that the kids are telling me about. I think it's called Be Real, and it's uh, this is how it works. So it's it's once a day, you get a a notification, and and you have to whatever you're doing you have to take a picture of yourself in that exact moment and only once a day. So they send them out randomly. And the, the idea is that social media has been so curated and so fake because you're, you're not representing your true self. So whatever you're doing in the moment, you just take a picture and then that's, and then that goes up and then all your pe- all the people that follow you, see what you're doing well, in that moment. It's called be, be real. That's the new one. Well, same you same. have to,
3: you have to sift through the material, the flow of material to see if it's they're lying or telling the truth. Well,
1: right. Because somebody the, that,
3: says something that doesn't make it true. Well, I can't, I don't know where you're at. So you've
1: got your once a day that you're going to put yourself on there, but now you've got to wade through everybody you know yeah. to see what they're doing at whatever time of the day. Yeah, sounds like to me, they're, they're, they're bored. I, that sounds like boredom, boredom
2: has yeah. reached a whole new level. Is that,
3: yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The wait, peace of you don't, mind has flown shift. away.
2: <laughs> It left the. it did you ever way. have peace well, of you, mind you, you if you, you stayed you on
3: something like y'all talking about? And I saw like that. If, if that's all, all you day, did you're every day, what's
0: all the people you I'd know drive
3: you nuts?
0: <laughs> that's what's. Happening. I would that's think. Happening. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, I think it does drive a lot of people nuts. I mean, it, it's a it's an interesting world out there. Whether it's TikTok or Facebook, I mean when they introduced the like button, that's when everything changed. When they introduced that little button that you hit and it says you you like post and that became the, you know, everybody wants to, it's kind of like digital popularity and everybody's like searching for that. It's yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure.
1: Well, but I, you know, to show you, you never, I didn't realize you said that today, Zach, how that started. It was basically a bunch of college guys trying to pick up women. And I mean that was their goal, right? Or whatever. And so it's very interesting that I That I can believe. I, me too. That's why I'm saying that well, sounds yeah. the most realistic out of the whole now thing. Now you
2: know. So if ever all of our listeners over sixty, we've now scared <laughs> right. what happened. That's right. You figured it out. Yeah. Or at least. I was gonna probably, make the point. Probably to, the
3: guys uh, all
2: sitting around ha ha
3: about half high. Telling each other, you know. Well, honey, you know, just take off this part. And did that? Is that part oh, of it too? Here well, we go. No. I wouldn't know. I, don't I don't smell those. a
2: rat. This stuff. I wouldn't know. Once the clothes I begin, I smell a rat. Phil, wow. once, once the clothes begin to be taken off, I li- flee the building.
3: Yeah, and there's nobody to oh. monitor. <laughs> no. No, human beings. No, that's what I'm saying. There's human, no human beings are too evil to get and into the that. The problem
2: with Zach's <laughs> idea about whatever you're doing post they could get uh, rated R in a hurry. But it's real. It's real. This is because that's the problem. Most of it's fake, which I told y'all, the metaverse, which is a fake world. Yeah. And that's why I said the, the Greek word for repentance is metanoia, which is God changes your world or, you know, yeah. your. You've been moved to have your real world
3: change. would you so. think would you just say surmise would you say you'd actually be better with it or without it? I think in the have- spiritual world trying to live a godly life in Christ Jesus, trying to be good to your neighbor. I I mean, is that helping
1: it or, or does it I hurt? I concur that most of us have all realized that the less time we spend on social media, the better off we are. That kind of has to do Well, there, there you perfect. go. I'm just
2: sitting here thinking. But, <laughs> Phil, your personality always goes to that. I mean, like if you have an injury, you know, to your finger, feels like, do you want to take it off or do you want? I'm like, well, let's just fix it. <laughs> You know, we don't have to detach it from (laughs) my body. You know what I mean? Do it? Do you want to? Can you live with it? Or do we just... Well, right. I'm saying I think if you, I think it could have been fantastic, but and I think it would be fixable if you had the right people there. But you would have. They would have to have a godly vision. Yeah. You know, for it. So. With all
3: the dangers that's in the world and, and, and the wars we have, we have constantly with the evil one, I'm just I just don't know whether that's a healthy device a th- thing to get into well, or not said, It just looks like to me it'd be but, uh, cause a lot of people to be upset over this, that and the other, what somebody said they call me. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah. but it does.
2: But, but you can do that with pretty much anything. I mean, that, if
3: everyone loved one another. I think it would be a beautiful well, thing.
2: My point is, Phil, the phone that attached to your wall, it it caused people to be upset. I mean, there's people hollering at each other. It, the people are the problem, it's not the devices <laughs> that connect them. That's why the whole world is a prisoner of sin. That's right. There's a verse that says that uh, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So. There's the problem. Yep. Yep. Well, that's what I'm that's,
1: saying. So that's why I called it in my sermon. You, you can't
2: all grind. of a sudden start blaming.
3: And you're the, right. The there's device. always y'all are saying. Well, since there's no escape for it, just join, join with them, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: what we've done is uh, we have we have started a podcast called the. We Unashamed sold podcast. books
3: that would be it's good for spiritual help. Last we, night we were doing. We it.
1: Sold a few books, yeah. so they, you know, let's uh let's take a break. You know, I guess our ultimate uh, life insurance policy is our relationship with Christ. Is that not a safe thing to say? I mean, we know about heaven, but while we're here on this earth, uh, we do need to think about another kind of life insurance, and that's the kind that's going to help you to be able to provide for your family, uh, even after you go to that next life insurance place, heaven. We have a company uh, called Policy Genius. Uh, It's an insurance marketplace Uh, that makes it easy to compare quotes. So that's what they do. They're going to do the work for you to have these quotes to to compare. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Options start at just $17 per month for $500,000 worth of coverage. So you You click the link in the description, policygenius.com slash fill. You're going to get personalized quotes in minutes and just the right policy for your needs. So these licensed agents, they're going to work for you, not the insurance companies, to save you money. They don't add on extra fees. Your your information is private. Uh, They have helped over 30 million people shop for insurance and get over $150 billion in coverage. So these guys know what they're doing. Head to policygenius.com slash Phil to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash Phil. Maybe we should introduce a segment
2: every so often. Technology therapy. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. This is social media counseling. It's like the greatest commercial going right now are these commercials of of this guy who's a counselor. And he helps people They're becoming like their parents. Yeah, not to turn out like their parents. (laughs) And so everywhere they go, I mean, the material is endless. yeah. Because every time they go somewhere, which unfortunately about half the things they're making fun of, I actually do. Me too. (laughs) It's aimed at me. I'm like, if you're at a grocery (laughs) store and the buggy is pulling to the left and squealing,
1: I'm going to go find somebody. I'm going to say, hey, dude, fix this. That's right. You know? And, and to decide where you're going to park when I pull into a large parking lot, I, I, I'm like, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking I'm going to exactly. park out here away from people. I'm going to go up to
2: the cold cut section, and I'm going to try two or three things <laughs> before I make the decision. I think that's a great thing in our society.
1: So I Those are all it, things they made fun of on this commercial. Get them to possibly like the how show. not to become your dad. Yeah. yeah. How not it's to, like how not to become. Yeah.
2: I mean, one of the and this
1: funniest, the guy the, on there is really great, and one of them like some of the early ones, like the woman has all the throw pillows, and he comes in, he starts pulling off. She's ah, he, he's like, do we need all these on the couch? Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: well, like, it's one thing that my wife does is she takes sayings, she goes and she buys these yeah, signs the with sayings on them, and look, your wife, Phil, my mom is the worst at this, and he's like, <laughs> we, we don't need, we don't need this. We don't need these little, say,
1: I forgot what the. Uh, oh, was I like, like no, no something, no something, no cussing. Yeah. And he took it, the the he house. put it in the trash can. And she went, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: we <laughs> no, got a bunch great. of those at our house.
2: So we yeah, have a we, problem and, and Jill, doing that.
0: Yeah, Jill does the, uh, so she's got all these pillows on the bed, but I can't use any of them except for two. <laughs> she says, don't sleep on my, uh, whatever she calls them, maybe throw pillows. But I can't, I can't use them. They're just for looks. Yeah. So I only got two that, I, that that she that she says you're, you're gonna squish them and they're gonna lose their form. <laughs> Lisa, I'm, like, oh, I'm like, well, well Lisa why did told you me that, them.
1: so I started chunking them. I said, throw pillows. Here we go. And I'm throwing them. Across we have way, way too many.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's crazy. Well, I, I I liked it. The guy he went through the man's freezer, and so he was he had I, he had so many things in his freezer. That he couldn't even remember what they were same way with us well there you go so it, it, that's why that commercial worked but look technology I that up. Has, oh they're funny their technology has has its pluses I'll tell you a, a quick story so I'm I'm babysitting you know our our, our little one and uh he just because he's being fussy whenever he gets fussy Missy brings him in there to me and she leaves. I don't know where she goes. She does it every time. He's not fussy very often. But when he is, when I get him, he's like, hey, <laughs> So I said, well, I
1: got to figure something
2: out here. Because all we've done is move locations, and he's still fussy. I mean, i let him watch I can't the can't wait dogs. to hear this,
1: because you don't seem like the soothing type. Well, you would. Hey, I'll put a seatbelt on, buddy. <laughs> I'm fixing to blow
2: your mind. Here's what I did. I said, you know, I believe everybody is put here on the earth, and they just got a certain style. That's why music, you have so many styles. You know, I just think there's something to that. So I said, I got to find this kid's, I got to find the, the tune that, that is soothing. <laughs> so, I look, I went, I listened to music that I've never even listened to. Oh. Uh, like one of the, cause I thought, who knows what, what this kid, you know, mm-hmm. what, what will work. So
1: music I mean, it, calms the beast. Yeah. Yeah, and so I
2: good. Good. went, you know, I, I had
1: Chicago.
2: I'm a man, you know, I don't, 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 He just ah, ah. I, Okay. Okay. No good. Calm down. I went, uh, <laughs> I did it my way. Uh, Sinatra. Sinatra, and I'm just singing Bell, He just, <laughs> he's screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> I did the uh, Black Eyed Peas, you know. Like, Let's get it started. He just. <laughs> <laughs> so Missy came in one time. She's like, I said, I got this. <laughs> so look, when I, when I pushed play, there were others. I can't remember off the top of my head. When I stumbled up on. Dun, 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 dun. Name that team. Johnny Cash. Johnny Ring Cash. Of fire. Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. He grinned from ear to ear. That's I kid grin, you not, yeah. we listened to that. Well at least old Johnny f- Reed somebody. <laughs> for forty-five me. <laughs> for forty-five minutes, we listened to that. And I thought, this is how you solve problems in our world. So now Johnny every Cash. time he, he comes in there, Johnny I click Cash. it on, he's fussy. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried? Oh, well,
3: I listen though, Johnny. I've been everywhere.
1: <laughs> no, that's a different song, Phil. This well, is well. Oh, well, so my next question: Have you tried that song that I've been everywhere, or uh, what's the other thing? Folsom Prison? And I'm no, to Folsom. no, I Folsom I think Prison? it's actually the.
2: Oh, no, it's just the opening. I think it it's the Spanish, you know, version of I right, mean right. the uh, swag. Yeah, to but at that.
3: least something worked.
2: Oh, it worked! Did it work? Every time I play that song, he grins. He thinks it's funny. I'd I'd
0: try some Conway Conway Twitty on him. See, see what he thinks about Conway Twitty. I bet he'll like it. I don't know. That
1: makes me fussy. Going. (laughs) Well, we're gonna study the Bible. Yeah, let's get to the Bible. We'll we talked about it. But I did think that was funny. <laughs> that's a good story, Joe. Yeah. that's. Well, well leave it I was to so you. proud. If it's, an, if it's a Rubik's Cube, you can, you can do it. You well,
2: can. so Missy came in to finish that story. I said, I found his walk-up song. And she said, excuse me? (laughs) I said, he likes that song, Ring of Fire. I said, I think he's going to be a pitcher one day. Because, you know, they play that. When a bullpen pitcher comes in, they're like, I fell into a burning ring of fire. Everybody's got to have a walk-up Got to have a
1: walk-up song. I agree to that. I try to keep it spiritual. I mean, most of my walk-up songs are... Worship. But you might you might you might be right to to have a backup you might try some of that the music here in Mexico a lot of that same type Well, I
2: need a peppy spiritual yeah like like a uh what do you call them things they play in in uh in Mexico uh what's the instrument I'm I'm trying to think of had a brain cramp The you ukulele? Know. Oh yeah, the, when, when they yeah, had, yeah, when they, they had, had the, the mariachi band. band. The mariachi band. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking
1: of. A great idea. I need a, I need a spiritual worship mariachi band. Mariachi. Well, I'm sure somebody in Unashamed Nation will send us one because they with a the, we... the
0: nacho libre flavor to it. You got to oh, have a, go. a nacho libre flavor. <laughs>
1: right. yeah. Zach, uh, we left off. I think getting into Abraham. Do you want to read those first seven to kind of set the tone for where we're heading in Hebrews 11?
2: I think we read talking 1 about. through
0: 7. Yeah, we read that. We we uh, ver- I think we're in verse 8. I'll read verse 8 through 12. Right. Um, and I'm sure we'll get further. But by Ab- uh, yeah, because we, we talked about Abel. Well, uh, We talked yeah, about Enoch. Enoch. We talked about Noah. And now we're Which moving were all into the, Abraham.
1: And I mentioned before that the pre-floods, it was a little bit different world going on with them. So now we've made a shift. So we're post-flood. Noah and his sons and... Their wives have repopulated to the
0: point of getting us to Abraham. All right, here we go. This is Hebrews eleven eight, which says, "By faith Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as a, uh, as in a foreign land, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs of the same promise. For he was looking for the city." which has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself received ability to conceive even beyond the proper time of life, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, there was born even of one man, and him as good as dead, at that as many descendants as the stars of the heaven in number, and innumerable, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore.
1: Well, go ahead and read all the way, because it really goes to 19. Yeah, go to 19. But hang on, before you do that, let's take another break. Well, with all the recent uh, rulings from the Supreme Court, um, it's, it's worth mentioning, I suppose, that you know battles that are won are usually by people that have been in the fight for a pretty good while. Uh, and one of our sponsors is a company called Patriot Mobile, Uh, And they have definitely been passionately fighting on behalf of the unborn and our constitutional rights, religious liberty. A lot of the things that we believe in, obviously. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. And like I said, they've been on the front lines for us. So right now, inflation, you got all these things you're worrying about. You got your budget. You're trying to figure out how to pay for things. These guys are worth checking out uh, to get your phone service with. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to go to a company that fights for sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Phil, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Phil, and you're going to get free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, you get even more discounts, and we love that about these guys as well. PatriotMobile.com slash Phil, PatriotMobile.com slash Phil, or call them at 972-PATRIOT.
0: Back in Hebrews, there, or in verse 13 now, Hebrews eleven thirteen, All these died in faith without receiving the promise, but having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance and having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on this earth, for those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a country of their own. And indeed, if they had been thinking of that country from which they went out, they would have had an opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered Isaac, and he who had received the promises was offering up his only begotten son. It was he to whom it was said, and Isaac, your, your descendants shall be called. He considered that God is able to raise people even from the dead, from which he also received him back as a type. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, even re- uh, recording things to come by faith Jacob as he was dying blessed each of his sons of Joseph and worship uh, leaning on the top of his staff by faith Joseph when he was dying made mention to the exodus of the sons of Israel and gave orders concerning his bones
1: um, so there's obviously Abraham has the biggest section in this chapter which has a lot of and, and there's a reason why I believe because he, you know, we talk a lot in this book about copies and shadows. Abraham's life really is a snapshot of the same life we have. You know, he had a call to come out of the place he was into something new and different where he would have to trust God to go there. He was tested through the process. He had to depend on God to be able to uh, continue the lineage and have a family. And then ultimately, he had to believe in the resurrection Because he was faced with a situation where there was the only thing he could figure out because of Isaac. So I've always thought the reason Abraham is mentioned so much in the New Testament, because he's in, you know, you see him in Romans four, Galatians three, James two. I mean, how many of the New Testament writers talk about Abraham and the reason why he's the father of the faith was because he really is sort of the prototype of the new era, you know, is it's kind of the way I look at it. Of what was gonna happen, you know.
3: He didn't have near the information that we have.
1: So what made him so great. So what made him so great. Yeah. Well and to get back to the
2: promise theme, you know, you got I want to remind you that when you go back to Hebrews six thirteen, it said when God made his promise to Abraham, I mean we've already talked about this once Since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants, which is Genesis 22. And so after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. Then he goes on to this, men swear by someone greater than themselves. And the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to all argument. And then we read those things about God doesn't change his purpose or his nature, and it's impossible for him to lie. But what I was going to say is I've always taught this. I may be, I could be wrong. It's like he made the promise. Well, then he has the test. Mm -hmm. So he
1: he made the promise, I think, in, what was it, 12 or 15? uh, Yeah, I think it was 15 was when he made the promise. I thought it was twelve for some reason. Twelve is when he got the call. Oh, okay, He gets the call, makes a promise. And then the test comes
2: in twenty two. So what I'm trying to say is when you read the what happened in twenty two, I mean y'all can y'all can either set me straight on this, because I'm I'm presenting that you had promise by God.
1: Now, he did He did make an initial promise, you're right, Jay's in 12 when he said, I will make you into a great nation.
2: That's it? Okay. Well, yeah. I thought
1: I was right. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, well, I will
2: curse. Well, that's important for what I'm fixed to say. Yeah. So you had a promise. That was the first promise. But then you have a test here. Mm-hmm. But now I think this is the oath he's talking about, because the oath <laughs> is then the test was when he said in verse two, take your son... Of twenty-two, Genesis, your only son, whom you love, and go to this region of Moriah, sacrifice him on one of these mountains. I'll tell you about. Early next morning, so he gets up, and what do you do, you know, you've been told this is what we're doing. You saddle your donkey. He got the enough wood for the burnt offering. He set out for the place God had told him. On the third day. Abraham looked up and saw the place in the in the distance. He said to his servants, "All right, stay here now while I and the boy go over there. We'll worship." And he does say, and then we come back. So I guess if you're fast forwarding back to where we're at in Hebrews, he knew right then. Right then, he thought, well, I guess he can raise the dead because we got a promise, and now we got a test. But I'm saying that led to an oath. I think that's the oath he's talking about in Hebrews 6. Because when he passes the test, Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering, placed it on his son, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. And the two of them went on together. Isaac spoke up and said to his father, because, you know, he's kind of the missing part of this story. He's like, well, Dad, yes, my son Abraham replied, the fire and wood are here. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Because he's, you know, not realizing. You talking about me? (laughs) Who? I mean, this is the worst exhibition of fatherhood. You know, they put people in prison for doing stuff like this. Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on. So they have this awkward conversation. And we have this awkward, what seems to be contradiction of God's plan in Abraham's mind going on. I mean, this is all a disturbing story for most people. They're like, why is this in the Bible? Right. So when they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there, arranged the wood, bound his son, Isaac, put him on the altar. Then he reached out, took the knife to slay his son. So God knows the heart. And then in that moment wait but the angel of the lord called out to him from abraham, from heaven abraham abraham here i am do not lay a hand on the boy he said do not do anything to him now i know that you fear god because you have not withheld from me your son your only son so then they see the ram and then that place was called the lord will provide That's verse 14 and so I think that goes in with all the times we've read in Hebrews that God is faithful, you know. But so He makes a promise. He then then He makes an oath because he, when He gets to fifteen, He calls him a second time. He says, "I swear by myself." In verse sixteen, that was the key verse I was trying to get to. Yeah. So if you think about it, because I think this gets a little complex, you got a promise. You got to test because even though when he said, now I know that you fear me. Now, this is my theory, and y'all can shoot it down. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Uh, As you think about it, well, God's all-knowing, right? Right. Well, didn't he know what was going to happen? I mean, Mm -hmm. so it's like, well, why would he make a statement like that? Now I know that. What do you say exactly? "Now Now I know. That you fear the Lord, fear me. I think's what it says. Uh, I just read that. Where was that? Yeah, that. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. So my point was though, when you think about God's all knowing, He doesn't know what. So it's, when He says, what, "Now
1: I know," He doesn't mean now He knows. He's saying now you know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a point though. <laughs> okay, I, hang, on. I, I, hang on before we do that. Let's take a break.
2: So here's what I was going to say. God, you know, he didn't know what it felt like to sin because he's never sinned. Correct. Right. So he sees us. So when you get to verses like, and I don't have some some something I read out of a book or whatever. I'm just getting to verses in Hebrews like when it says, Jesus can help us because he was tempted in every way just as we are, yet was without sin. So it's like, did God know what it? kind of feels like to be in a human body. I mean, maybe, but I know he did when he became a human. Right. I mean, so all I was saying is it's like the test was just the experience and us using our choice and viewing the heart and that watching that play out in in, in front of him. And so he has a promise, there's a test, and then there's an oath. And so I, I think that I mean now he's like, uh, and there's no one greater than him, so he made that oath. I'm, I'm tying in Hebrews six. I just think there's a process there that when we rely on the promises of God, th- this testing is going to happen. Yeah,
0: there's a And yeah, I think there's a yeah, I, right, I think it's uh, there's a big like meta meta narrative. <laughs> bar the word meta, um, there's a big meta narrative in the Old Testament that really comes to full fruition and is accomplished in the New Testament. Hebrews kind of is this book in, in the Bible that brings these two worlds together. But if you think about the story here and, and the parallels, I, I think the reason why God's not testing, like God doesn't need to know, he knows, right? I mean, He ultimately, he knows. So in the, even in the testing, there's like a a, yeah. a grander <clears throat> purpose, a larger purpose in this whole story. And I think the larger purpose is the connection um, of, of of what this is foreshadowing. So you think about the similarities to going up a hill, uh, my only begotten Son, your only Son. Where else do you see the language about only begotten Son? For God said, love the world that He gave His only True. begotten Son, that whoever believeth in Him, John three sixteen. So this is all foreshadowing of of Jesus. And so what what we're seeing here it it's a picture of the it's a picture of it's the a picture gospel. of the gospel. Which, which the, the theological term is is substitutionary. penal atonement which is that christ takes on the penalty as our substitute and so Mm -hmm. you see it here as they're going up the mountain and and i love the picture too in this of of what faith looks like because you see a couple things that happen here with abraham and he's the prototype for our faith right how we respond so when he's going up the mountain he says a couple things that tell us what was going through his mind when he says that um um, you stay something so you stay here with a boy, the boy and I are going to go up the mountain, and then we will worship. This is in verse five, and return to you. Now think about that. He says, We're going up to the mountain. Abraham knows what's about to go down. He knows that he is about to sacrifice mm-hmm. Isaac, but he is so he believes that God is faithful that he in his mind, the Hebrew writer explains what he was thinking. It says the reason God could raise him from the dead. But you see it here in the old testament. He says, We're going to go up the mountain, we're going to worship. And then we're coming back. I mean, he, that So he in his mind, yeah. he, he trusted in the promises of God. When they get up there, what happens is there's this moment where he's about to plunge the knife into the heart of his son. And this is the foreshadowing of, of substitutionary payment where God says, stop. He says, stop and look at the ram caught in the thicket. Sacrifice the ram. God provided the sacrifice in exchange for Isaac. And exactly. so that's the foreshadowing of the gospel that he's saying, like I'm going to bring this to full fruition one day because I'm going to provide the sacrifice and the payment for your sin mm-hmm. in the form of the lamb, uh, a new a lamb caught in the thicket, which yeah. is Jesus. So I think that's the big net meta narrative here yeah. that's unfolding.
1: Dan yeah, well, and I think yeah. Jesus is right. It's a it's like everything else in the Old Testament, especially there was in the moment. Because this was all real for Abraham. I mean, we're looking back now thousands of years later and dissecting it, but he lived it, you know, and over this was over a 40 year period of his life. Well, yeah, life. but that's kind of what was my point. But then you've also got the bigger narrative.
2: Well, that's my point, though. The the whole experience, I mean, how many times have we seen in Hebrews 11 and you go back and look at them and they say they walk with God? Well, what does that mean? I mean, what is time? Time is experiences that we have. And this whole, when we start talking about Facebook and all this, they're, you know, they're trying to find a quick, easy way to experience social. I mean, they call it social, uh, what do they Networking. Yeah. Or, you know, you, how, what, how's your social life? And they're talking about, well, I got, you know, this many followers, but this experience uh, of God with God and walking with God, that is what's producing. A relationship a, and a reliance of trusting that God cannot lie. He makes a promise it's because life is so difficult. I mean, you just think about it with your kids and all. I mean, it, there's so many valleys and so many challenges. And so, but after a while, you know, you're looking at the people in your inner circle. And the reason they're in your inner circle is because you know you can rely on them. Right. There's, there's a loyalty here. There's a trust here, which is what really relationship is all about. That's why when you throw in somebody like Enoch, my whole point of this whole experience and this trust and God said, now I know because they had this experience together. Right. Well, I mean, that formed a bond, which is how you get in Hebrews 11 in the Hall of Faith. Yes, They right. had this experience where Abraham stepped up, did the right thing. God provided the... The basis for this to happen with a promise and a and a test, and then he gives an oath. And guess what? God was right.
1: He was right all along. Let's take our last break. And Abraham was right to trust in him. That's right. So the only thing I would add to I like your lineup. You had the you call it the promise. I call it the call, which is in twelve. There's a response because he did it. Mm-hmm. He, he 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 did what God asked him to do. Then in in Genesis fifteen, they sealed their relationship Abraham and God with a covenant. They mm-hmm. made a covenant together, which we do the same thing when when we say Jesus is Lord, we make a covenant with God. We're we're now in you, and so that covenant was there, and then there was a test, and then there was an oath. You're exactly right. But you think about that. That's exactly what we do mm-hmm. when we accept Christ. When we we Get into him. It's it's the same process, which is why it is that meta narrative. I will say this for those of you. I really want to encourage the audience: go and read Genesis twelve through twenty two, all ten of those chapters, because because sometimes we read this and we think, oh, we could never relate to a guy who could do this. I mean, Dad said that on the last podcast. I mean, who who could have this much faith? But when you read all those chapters, you realize over the course of his life, he wasn't perfect. I mean. God made this promise, and it was a long time, so he's like, man, you know, I, I wish my servant could just get the blessing, God, because, you know, he, he's a good man. I don't have any kids. He's like letting God know, hey, by the way, I still don't have any kids here. And then Sarah comes in and says, I tell you what, why don't you take my maidservant as your wife, you know, because you they had multiple wives back there, and have a child through her, and then that son will be the blessing. Abraham, Abraham's like, perfect. We're still within what God told us to do. It'll be my son. So Ishmael is born. And 13 years go by, and, you know, they get ready. They're like, okay, he's the guy. And then God shows up and says, okay, now remember what I told you all those years ago? It's about to happen now that you're a 100. And so then he gets the, the next test, right? Mm-hmm. Does this really, is this really going to happen? So what I love about that story is it makes Abraham totally relatable because we, we get impatient and we start thinking, I don't know, God, are you still remember? Oh, I'm I think here. That's the hard part. Like this test you're reading like, Oh yeah, we're going to be tested. Tests are hard,
2: you know? And if you don't, if you don't study, <laughs> they're real hard. <laughs> I mean, if you're, <laughs> I mean, look, I remember those days in high school, I show up, hadn't studied. Guess what? Fail. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying in life. Is this is the man you, who failed his driving test the first time. <laughs> I actually failed it twice. I failed the written form the first time. Then I failed the driving form the second, which is because I went two miles per hour over. And look, don't ever do this if you fail your driving test. Don't ever say, you ever heard of something called grace? Grace. <laughs> That woman opened that door. Do they still drive around with you? I, yeah, they do. I think so. But they still do. They
1: do, but there's like a much more of a process now. You got to go to school. I'm at Young and Prideful. So I get home
2: and I was like, Can you believe those people wouldn't give me, they wouldn't pass me because I went two miles per hour over when everyone knows that if you did that in front of a cop, he would never pull you over? I was like, That. You were you were. I would to not apply take responsibility. Right. You I was like to apply common sense. To that's you. what that's what we do in in tough situations. We always manipulate, it. And especially when you got a test of this. I mean, we're laughing, but you know, if if God told you to sacrifice your son, I would just say ninety nine point nine percent of the people are like. No. Well, I think uh, I think and I, and I think this, Abraham. Ahead, yeah, so. I
0: think Abraham though it's, it is interesting. You mentioned like he had faith, but he also had imperfect faith because there was that whole big thing. He yeah, had doubts. Yeah. yeah, here's the whole thing with with Ishmael or you know Hagar. But I think something happened when God finally delivered. I mean finally delivered that that promise you know well, when he was the old age well because because right. there's a different but he
2: did that was the basis that was the basis that I, we brought that up last time and that's really important that you said that he had had a a kid when he was a hundred so it's one thing for this crazy story you know God asks you to ask you do something but you've already he's already asked you or not asked you but just told you I guess he asked them because I guess they went into a bedroom yeah. Well, and the you know. the Hebrew the Hebrew writers. <laughs> right. Here we go. Yeah. We're, it's it's been Lord, a while. The Lord, t- I mean, I'm just saying in any, <laughs> look, in any other aspect of life, it's like the Lord told me, I, you know, I'm going in, I'm just putting this in a practical situation because you know, they had to joke about it. Right. I mean, she got in trouble for laughing, but still. I mean, if I went in there at a hundred and told
1: Missy at nine, I was like, "Look, the Lord told me it's time." <laughs> you know what you would do? You know what she would do? She would do what you did with that woman at this uh, time for security. <laughs> no, she would. She would get out my playlist for for our little our little one. I
2: fell into a burning ring. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Sax. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, know. You, I don't know where.
0: I, I think where I was headed with that is that that you know Abraham had this imperfect faith. It's, it's just like us. Uh, he received the promise. He's going to try to help God accomplish what God promised to do. Cause he thought, yeah, maybe God's not going to do it on his own. So then we're going to take matters into our own hands. And then we're going to accomplish this promise for God. That didn't work out very well, but I think in it, when God finally does deliver, you know, Abraham, there is a difference in the way he approached that that second or that that test. Right. Like he I mean, he's like, what well, he yeah. I mean, against all odds, he's going up the mountain thinking, I don't know how God's going to do it. I guess he's going to raise him from the dead. But he just knew after after what he had experienced, he knew that God was going to come through. And I, I was thinking about a question that I've asked myself a lot is how do we have faith? Like how if, if I want to increase my faith, how, like, how does that happen? And there's this weird passage in Romans four, when it talks about Abraham Uh, in the ESV, it says that Abraham's faith increased as he gave glory to God. So I think there's like this Hmm. prototype that when you give glory to God, when you live a life that, that is, is resting in the promises of God, what happens is it increases your faith because you begin to taste and see that the Lord is good. And, and I think I said in the overtime uh, last week that, that holiness is what you would basically do 100% of the time if you had all the information. Like if you really knew yeah. the end of the story, if you really knew what was what, what was at stake here, that God's revelation is leading to happiness or what John Piper calls Christian yeah. hedonism. If you really knew that there was this immense pleasure from following God, you you would do it. And so I, I think that's he said, how do I how do I increase my faith? Well, start obeying God and and giving him glory and see if see how that works out for you. It'll increase your faith. Well, and I think, yeah, that's a good point. And I think
2: just recognizing that there will be tests. There's going to be tests in your life and, and it's not going to set up with your time frame. There's going to be a lot of times you can't see what the end is going to be like or you don't have all the information. And I mean, would you just you tally all these stories up? I mean, I think even bringing Jesus into the world. I mean, you got you know, here's a pregnant woman who's you know going around saying, I mean, to her close inner circle, I mean, you know, God has made me pregnant. Yeah. Come on. Nobody. That's never gonna fly in any culture at any time frame. And that, and guess what? And as a pregnant woman, you know, let's go get on a donkey and ride around, you know, and try to find (laughs) someplace. I mean, you just think about how uncomfortable that had to be in the whole situation. And that's how the savior of the world arrived. I mean, through, you're talking about a test. I mean, we take it for granted, but if you were that couple with all that, I, it just seems like it was so crazy that you, you couldn't even hardly and find then them as making soon, it.
1: Up. And as soon as he's born, the King decides we're going to kill all the kids, his age to make sure he doesn't survive that. By the way, that was going on. Which, yeah. which is why they fled to Egypt. You know, it's just it was amazing. Which again is another shadow or copy. But I just think though, there's tests, and
2: there's you're not going to have everything figured out as you're when you walk with God. That if you're looking for that, because I think a lot of religious people they want to figure everything out, it, from a biblical standpoint and their life, they all this this you're not gonna
1: you're not gonna know because a lot of things are tests. That's right. Um. All right, we're out of time. But uh, in the overtime, I just thought about something I want to bring out about the consequences of when we try to fulfill the promises of God. We talked about this thing with Hagar and Ishmael. So we'll talk about that in the overtime. If you want to follow us over, that's blazetv.com slash unashamed. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes.